and welcome to the How to Be a Grown-Up podcast for grown-ups, the show where each week we discuss an aspect of modern life that any adult should really have mastered by now, but we remain baffled by. Ever had a conversation with the in-laws about tax and felt totally lost? Ever held a friend's baby and far from finding it cute, just thought it looked like an alien? Ever sat in a meeting at work and instead of paying attention to the very important PowerPoint presentation, you're just singing Return of the Mac in your head? Yep, well, this is the podcast for you. Remember, you can get in touch with us at The Grown Up Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Louise? Yes. We're back. We are back. There's been something of a hiatus. Why was that, Joe? So, look, I hold my hands up, all right? There were some technical issues. What were those technical issues, Joe? I didn't know how to work the microphones <laughs> or the recording software. So, those of you who listened to our first episode, with, oh, that, that's like a teaser episode uh, where we introed sort of the concept of the show. The levels are fine. That was blind luck. Episode <laughs> two was recorded in a radio studio. That was great. Thanks, producer Mike. Episode three was done in Sarah O'Connor's dressing room. Bit echoey. Yeah, but it's a dressing room, so acceptable. So it's not going to be that bad. It's yeah. a small room. After that, we did record a couple of episodes. I fucked the audio completely. Yeah. So we've got new microphones. And if you do want to buy some microphones, we'll be selling them on eBay. <laughs> So it's just worth saying, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so we're... St- we're basically you sold them so well. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're good. They're good, really easy to use. But now we're, gonna, we're back and we've got some new kit. And as you can see, it's clear as a bell. And we're going to be doing a whole load more to carry on um, due to overwhelming public demand. Overwhelming public yeah. demand by my mum yeah. and your auntie. Oh, my auntie hasn't listened to it. Oh. My auntie hasn't listened <laughs> to it. By my mum. I haven't even told my mum we're doing this. Oh, really? Um, because I, I don't want her to know these aspects of my life. So the problem is, right, because my mum and dad feature quite heavily on the podcast, mm. not today's, but in future and past episodes, they know it's there. Mum's now figured out how to download mm. and subscribe. Yeah. So she's our one subscriber. <laughs> and... Um, so they know. So I have to be a little bit careful about what I say. Louise, the problem is that I come off a lot worse than oh, you. Oh, 100%. And my dad has already had a conversation with me about your foul language. Has he? Yeah. This episode, we decided to come back and kind of... Uh, this is like a, hi, we're back, it's a new year, tell you who's coming up sort of thing. And also talk about how we managed to be grown-ups over Christmas and New Year. Absolutely. And getting back to work. Have you actually gone back to work yet? Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. But I mean, well, I was going to say, it's taken us, I've been here over three hours and we've only just started recording. I did make you a rather lovely omelette though. Well, we wonder why we've never got any money because <laughs> we do fuck all. So when we're meant to be working, this is like, we thought, oh, we'll do this project and we're really passionate about this podcast. We've sat talking shit for three it's hours. Not, no, we've been catching up. Yeah. And as friends, you need to emotionally support each other before you can creatively support mm. each other yeah it's been like, you're my friend right right yeah right yeah no you you've, you've graduated from a colleague to acquaintance to friend wow i would say the mail sack here at how to be a grown-up towers is bulging and speaking of bulging Wait. sacks <laughs> uh, um the reason we started late this morning is because uh, <laughs> joseph how's yours <laughs> i've had a little bit of soreness oh. so any man will know yeah. that if if the, there's any kind of soreness or irritation around... Uh, the genitalia. The, well, I was going to say... The little corporal. The, the little corporal, um, 
Sergeant Bobbins and Lark. Joe Junior. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, the, the little corporal and the sergeant majors. Yeah. Then it's a cause it's a cause for worry. And I've had I'm just gonna say it, Louise. Go for it. Had an achy ball. Oh. Left or right? Right. Okay. And he's my favourite. It's always a worry. So mm-hmm. I spoke to a few friends, and it turns out that achy ball come out of your shame paddock, brothers, because achy ball is something that happens to lots of men, it turns out. So I went to the doctors this morning, and she touched me on my achy ball, and it's all fine. It's just basically, I've got a little injury there. Caused by? Apparently, she said, she said right, so she said, do you play a lot of sport? And I was like, yeah. Do you? Big time. I play a lot of sport. I play squash once every 10 days. <laughs> I play a lot. And she's like, oh, it happens a lot. It happens to people who play a lot of sport. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about other ways that it can be caused. So I've injured it. Aww. It's all right now. It's fine. It's getting better. But it's just nice to know what it is. And all I will say, lads, is if you get achy ball syndrome, don't feel ashamed and check it out. Oh, please go and check it out. I've got another story about, um, I went to the doctors a few years ago. Yeah. Because uh, I had <laughs> a I had a rash <laughs> on little corporal. On the little corporal, the little corporal. He's such a brave boy. He is. But uh, do you know what? He puts himself in terrible <laughs> positions, though. So some of the stuff he's been asked to do over the years, <laughs> he's really he. But anyway, right. So I had a little rash on the on the little corporal, and I went in to have it checked out, and it was a quite an elderly male doctor. Now we were talking about this earlier, and you you know it's a common occurrence with men when a man gets his willy out in front of a doctor it's kind of like your willy's just like i'm getting out of here it sort of scrams back into you and it goes like a little bullet it's almost like it knows that somebody's about to touch it with really cold hands and it's a quite a stressful situation so it sort of retreats it hides it goes back into its little foxhole and it's sort of just poking its head up just like i'm not showing any more of you so anyway so he looks at it and he goes um it's fucking unbelievable. I can't believe I'm saying this. Sorry to your parents. We, <laughs> we can we can cut this. If we're, we need, we're not going to. We gonna. need to. Um, so he looks at it and he sort of examined it and whatever. And he went, mm, yes, mm, not much to see today. <gasps> no, oh, no. And, and I went, I was like, oh, well, obviously when you come to the doctor, you get nervous. And it's it's cold in here, of course. So, and he went, no, 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 no. I mean the rash i can't see much of the rash but if you told Could me you it's imagine there if the doctor was commenting on the size of your penis your doc- the doctor and also what i didn't think is the doctor's obviously got to maintain professionalism so he can't go Oi, look at that ding, ling, 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 and like wave his little finger around he was just going oh, i can't see the symptoms because obviously he's not going to go hmm, call that a penis yeah but that's what i thought Aww. so that's awkward part thank you for sharing that of, that's been part of my christmas so what we thought we'd talk about this week is failing to be adults over Christmas and just generally what's what sort of... Or succeeding. There's got to be both succeeding. sides. So succeeding. So you've had quite a civilised Christmas. You've been quite a grown-up. And I wouldn't go that far. Mm. Everyone around me was a grown-up. I mm. just didn't mess anything up because I didn't do anything. Um, so I was home for a little bit, which was nice. Yeah, you are in a panto. I was in a little panto, a little Christmas show. Which, which you wouldn't let me come and see. Absolutely not. Um... But I was at home and I literally felt like I was a teenager again. Mm. My dad made me a pack up every single day. Now, if you're not from, uh, what's that village you're called? You're from called? Ryle? No, when I say Peterborough, you get annoyed. Oh, Stamford is a town. If you're not from Stamford, like Louise, when she says pack up, she means a packed lunch. Oh, that's... No, you don't say pack up anywhere else. 
I've been all over that. this great nation. I disagree with that. <laughs> a, You've never lived outside of London. <laughs> but a pack up is a, a pack up. So when you said my dad made me a pack up every day, I thought what you meant was every morning you'd get up and your dad's just like, right, pack your suitcase. Because like it's a reality show because tonight could be the night you leave. And then one of the cookies gets eliminated every night. It's like, Louise. You're safe. <laughs> like, I didn't know you that meant a pack. So your dad made you a pack lunch every day yeah. to go to work. and breakfast. He also made me coffee every morning to take with me in my little oh, keep cup. Pizza. And there was dinner there every night. Pizza. It was brilliant. Can I come and live with Peter and Nina? Oh. That sounds quite nice, though. Yeah, What's in, what was in your pack up? Well, it depends. We, if they'd had a nice meal the night before. What, leftovers? Well, sometimes, not all the time. I had oh, lots this of is nice, bullshit. had lots of nice <laughs> salads. So I had like avocado and chicken with goat's cheese. Oh, you're so bourgeois. <laughs> Louis. So but in my head, a pat lunch is like some sandwiches with the crust cut off, a petit falou and <laughs> a baby belt. Like when I was a kid. Yeah, but I'm not a kid anymore. And there might be a club bar in there. Do you remember clubs? My mum's allergic to chocolate, so we never had is she? any of that. I know. See, I've got a bit of a problem at Christmas where I, I, I love pistachio nuts. Okay. Like I love them like, like a crack addict loves crack cocaine. I've got something in the cupboard. Do you want no. Something? Okay. No, I have to just say no and shut it down. Okay. Because like I've got a rip. So once I start eating pistachios, I just go through and just take the shells and shove them in my mouth without thinking. There's an unlimited amount. I'm like that. And this is going to make me sound even worse with Ferrero Rocher. Really? Oh, <laughs> so that's know, like, lovely. Like put a box in front of me. Mm. I'm going to eat them all. Yeah. Well, I, so I reckon I ate maybe five packets of pistachios in three days. I was once at my nan's on Christmas day. I ate a kilo of pistachios before Christmas dinner. Wow. Let me tell you, Louise, for the next two days, it's like a Snickers factory back there. I don't need to know that. Honestly. Thanks. It is. Oh, like, honestly, it's not lovely on the way in. You don't want to pay for it on the way out. Okay, we're going to move swiftly on from that. Um, but that's what Christmas is about, right? Mm. Overindulging. But listen to this, right? So on Christmas Eve, so yeah. I was at my auntie's house. Yeah. And uh, my aunties aren't very good at technology, right? Oh, so yeah. often when I go round, I say, oh, oh, can you have a look at, can you get my photos off of my phone and onto a disc? And I'll say, a no. disc? And I'll say, no, I can get them onto USB for, oh, no, 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 we want them onto a disc, want them onto a disc. And I'll have these conversations where they'll, they'll put their glasses to the end of their nose, especially my auntie Brenda, she puts her glasses to the end of her nose and goes, so where are they now, Joe? <laughs> I say, okay, well, I'm just uploading on Tinder. She goes, oh. And then my auntie Beth sort of looks at me and her fingers go up to her mouth like she's worried. She goes, oh, and what then? <laughs> so they're very, so anyway, so they've recently got into Game of Thrones. So we've lent, oh. them, I lent them Game of Thrones. They started liking it. They on DVD or did you go to Now TV? Oh, well, this was the problem. So the first four series I had on DVD, right? Because yeah. I bought them from my mum before. So, um, so my mum then lent them to my aunt. He's brilliant. Then, oh, Joe, can we get series five? So I don't think I have Series 5 on DVD, but you can probably order it on Amazon Prime. What? <laughs> on Amazon Prime. So I spent about half an hour looking for the Amazon Prime login and asking them which HDMI input they thought their Skybox was. Uh, it was just baffling. It was so... You know you think, what am I doing? So my mum is a little like that. So Google Photos is a concept that my mother cannot get her head around. So what is this? It's basically like the cloud. Yeah, so okay. Google, if you don't Google Drive, you can literally save all your stuff on there. So mm. from Word documents through to spreadsheets, through to photos, videos, it's brilliant. Mm. But it basically means you can then log on to any computer and your photos will be there. So you can yeah. download them. She does not understand this. I've explained it to her probably 
for the last three and a half years. I've shown her and done it for her about six or seven times. But she just times. doesn't get the concept. She doesn't. I don't know whether she's scared or she doesn't know, get the concept or she doesn't remember. Mm. But every single time I go home, it's, oh, I don't want to do with my photos. My storage is full. Mum, what about Google Photos? My mum has my Amazon Prime password, right? Yeah. So she downloads stuff on there. But what she doesn't know or didn't know until recently is that I can see it. So I'll Ooh. get an email. So I got an email. What's um, she been downloading? Thank you for that. Da- so it'd be though, like four series of Game of Thrones in about five days. This was about six months ago. So I didn't tell her this. That's like a 50 pound hit. She's like, mum. And then this Christmas or just before Christmas, thank you for downloading series one of Bancroft. So it's a message there. Join Bancroft, are you? She's like, what? Join Bancroft, <laughs> are you? Just like, yeah, since I've paid for it and sent her the screenshot. She doesn't care. She thinks it's really funny. Yeah. She also once, right, at Christmas, I went Christmas shopping with her, food shopping, before we went to stay at hers for Christmas. And we bought a trifle. I love... A trifle? I love trifle, right? It's my favourite, right? Absolutely love trifle. And so this trifle goes in. I went back home for a couple of days then came back for Christmas. And there's no trifle in the fridge. Oh, no. So I was like, Mum... Heaven forbid you go to the shop and buy another one. No, but listen to this, right? This is bad. I went, Mum... Where's the trifle? She went, what trifle? I said, no, mum, where's the trifle? There was never any trifle. <gasps> she was trying to, what's it called? Um, not, oh. Indoctrinate g- g- me. No, gaslight you. <laughs> yeah, and so she went, there was never any trifle. And I went, oh, I thought it was a trifle. No, no, no. Oh, I must have been mistaken. So I went and sat on the sofa thinking, I must be going mad. Because I remember buying that trifle and putting it in the fridge. I love your <laughs> mum. Can we get her on? <laughs> and about three hours later, she goes, sweetheart. She's like, about that trifle. <laughs> She's like, I ate it. <laughs> I was like, Mum, I, I thought I was going mad. And she was like, I felt too guilty. I was like, I'm not guilty enough to tell me at the time or to not do it. She felt guilty about eating the trifle, not about making you feel like you'd gone crazy. Honestly, I was sitting there thinking, well, what else have I forgotten in my life? But anyway, this thing with the sky store in Game of Thrones. Sorry, the what? Sky store. My auntie. So we, I showed her how to order Game of Thrones on Sky Store, right? Which is basically just like Amazon Prime. Oh, thanks. So we all... So glad you explained that to for, me. For people listening at home who are like my auntie, right? So we pressed it. Oh, do I press, do I press buy now? Yeah, press buy now. And then she turned to me and went, does that mean they'll bring it round? Oh, bless <laughs> And I started pissing myself laughing, oh. as did my mum. And my other auntie, Smarty Beth and Brenda, went, what? Oh, I said so that it's downloading, cute. and they were like, "What?" <laughs> but from where? But they didn't understand what that meant. So, so where's it gonna be? It's like on your box in your. Ma-. But they thought you press buy, and then a skyman comes around <laughs> and goes, "Delivery, <laughs> got your Game of Thrones for you." No, look, we're being, we're actually we're talking about things the other way around. This is how we've succeeded as being adults. We're better than them. Yeah. Yeah. But this will come to us. There'll be something else, and then when we're your auntie's age mm-hmm. will be going oh why isn't it on the box where's the box well my auntie and i recently failed to be adults together because we went to quite a swanky christmas do at the shard at nonetheless the shard. free booze all of that anyway fast forward three hours we're in graffiti bar in earlsfield which is a sort of it's like, well, it's like the wild west nice. of garrett lane it's lawless i don't know what their fucking licensing laws are <laughs> because they're open sometimes at four o'clock in the morning on like a wednesday night better not get them shut down so no it's wonderful in there and can i just say if you are a policeman listening just come in kempton will give you a drink <laughs> um but anyway so me and my auntie went in there and got so so drunk 
before a TV show that I did. I had a TV shoot the next day, and it's actually it's on it's on telly quite soon. And I'm know, not gonna hold on a second. Can we talk about the fact that you forgot that you had? Oh, it was so bad. A TV show the next day to film. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, and how did you remember? So I woke up in the morning. And I just thought, oh, God, I feel like I'm going to vomit. I'm going to spend the whole day on the sofa, eat Deliveroo, just sleep and feel sorry for We're myself. We're not sponsored by Deliveroo, by the way, um, as you've mentioned it about eight times. But if they do want to sponsor us, oh, yeah. them, Uber Eats, Just Eat, who else do we want? I want some good stuff. I don't want a shit sponsor. I, want, if, I, I also get... am not that bothered about the money. Just bring the food over. That would be great. <laughs> no, I want the money. Okay. Who's got the most, who is willing to give the most money for the least work? Should we finish your story? Um, no, but if you do have a company, if you do have more money than sense and you want to sponsor us, then Joe, do it. Can we go back to your story? Um, so I woke up in the morning and anyway, about five minutes after I wake up, because my alarm went off. I didn't think, why has my alarm gone off? I just thought I was going to sit on the sofa and feel sorry for myself. And a reminder went off on my phone saying, I've got a shoot. I'm not going to say where the shoot was because in case anybody from the particular production I was working on... They would have smelt it on you. <laughs> But I don't want to admit it. Okay, fine. You'll be able to tell when you see the final version. <laughs> You'll be able to tell the day that I was in really, really hungover. Is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, so that was me and my auntie failing to be adults together. I was kind of an adult on New Year's Eve. Were you? Because I... I wasn't. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you got very drunk, didn't I, you? Yeah, but really pretentiously. This is not making me out to be a very nice person. But you were at a celeb party. Are they celebs? I'd say Jules is a celeb. Yeah, all right. Are we friends with the celeb? But anybody that knows... So we're talking about Jules Breach from BT Sport. Anybody that knows <laughs> Jules... She, and I think she'll accept this if I say that. She's a yob. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I've never been out on a night out with Jules. I love the girl. Yeah. And not been drastically hungover the next day. Yeah, me too. So um, you, went to, you went to a party at her house. I did. And they were like... Well, we're playing drinking game. Mm. Fives? Is that what it is? Yeah, Game of Even Fives. Much. So I didn't know what that was. I was already quite drunk at this point. I walked in, just Who went... Who proposed this? The lads? I don't know. It's quite a male drinking game. It's the sort of thing we used to play on the train. Fine. Well, we all were playing it. And the very first time I walked in to the game, was like, all right, I'll join in. Went, blah, blah, blah. Got the right number and everyone was like, you're out. I had no idea what was going Which on. Which means you don't like, have to okay, drink. Fine. Perfect. Uh, but then it then progressed on to beer pong. However, there was no beer. So what did we use? Limoncello. Limoncello. <laughs> I love a bit of limoncello. And then we ran out of that, so we just used straight gin. If you don't know what limoncello is, it's like if you're, say, staying at an all-inclusive resort in Tenerife, it's the sort of... You could have gone for Italy, like it's from Italy. Well, I was going to say it's the sort of cheap shot that they would give you after the dinner. Okay, also, it's delightful. It's and very if you nice. get it from like a, a place which mm. isn't cheap and nasty, but it's, it's not, lovely. I mean, but we're not talking... It's not, it's not like having... Uh, a bottle of Moe is it it's pretty you can get bottles of limoncello for about fiver where are you buying your alcohol from Joe stop it <laughs> just making it at home in the bathtub <laughs> um, so yeah so I did a few shots of beer pong because I was pretty bad at it because mm. I was quite drunk and yeah so the next day not very good fell asleep what? on the tube should we, tell, should we say who's coming up on the show in the next few weeks yeah well, do you remember <laughs> <laughs> that face as you don't you read out the guest list. Shall I read out the guest list? Yeah, and I'll make comments on them. So we've got Sophie Craig. I do know Sophie Craig, and Sophie Craig is delightful. So Sophie is, well, she's a presenter, but she's like an actress and she's a comedian as well. Oh, she's so funny. So she does comedy stuff um, with uh, Johanna James. They yes. do it on Instagram, but they do loads of wicked stuff on BBC Three. Yeah. Um, so Sophie's going to come on. Nicole Holiday's coming on. 
So I think, I haven't asked Nicole yet, but... What, to come on? No, I've asked her to come oh. on the show, but I want to do an episode with her about online dating. Be okay. Because Nicole and I have some quite... The only person I think who's got more amusing dating stories than me is Nicole. Really? They are... But she's such a catch. No, she is a catch, but she's also mental, right? Oh. And also she keeps meeting mental people. Fine. So Nicole's dating stories, if not, if you listen to this and it's like, I thought they were going to do online dating with Nicole, it's because I've asked her and she's gone, no, absolutely not. <laughs> so we'll do something else with her. But Simon Harkness is coming on as well. I don't know Simon. So Simon is very much the uh, Luke Skywalker to my Obi-Wan Kenobi. But what does he do? So Simon is, he in is Star Wars? like a, so Simon is a presenter. So he works for a channel called It's Gone Viral. Um, oh. And we met several years ago and I, I took him under my wing. Right, because I thought I thought you know what this kid's got something. Poor guy. And then, like, <laughs> did you ruin his life? I once described Simon as uh, looking like an androgynous sex doll. So basically, he looks. If you looked at him, you he could either be a man or a woman. It's hard to tell. Don't look at the time, Louise. He looks a bit like if you ever see when lonely Japanese men order those quite realistic sex dolls. Simon doesn't look unlike one of them. What, the sex dolls? Yeah. He looks like a hyper-realistic sex doll. You could go, do you sort of want a girly-looking man What's or a manly-looking girl? Harkness. I need to Google him. Look up Simon, because he, he looks like a porcelain ladyboy. So Simon's coming on, and he's going to be on a... I feel, I feel like in that somehow you just offended some, someone. I don't know, this is... Simon, definitely. Well, except Simon. So Simon's going to do an episode about growing up in the country. I cannot wait for this one. Yeah. I grew up in the countryside, like proper rural. I lived in a hamlet. It wasn't even a village. So you like a uh, like a 17th century witch, you lived in a hamlet. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> no? What? No, I wasn't like a witch. I just... I haven't offended anyone. No, me just then. Is um, por porcelain ladyboy might be offensive. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's what I was going with. I'm leaving it in. And um, <laughs> accusing Japanese men of... No, like not all Japanese dolls. men, some <laughs> Japanese men. And I said the sex dolls are realistic. And I'm like, so the implication is that men in other countries might be getting less realistic sex dolls. Okay, so I grew up in the countryside. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this because I've got so many stories. Mm. If, if you want to know why this is going to be a good episode, I had a reminder on my phone that simply said, Louise chased up a tree by a cow. So <laughs> when that's... When that's your reminder, you know it's going to be good. Oh, I did get chased up a tree by a cow. The main thing is we want people to get in touch. That gives us a great starting point. I love when people send us messages. It gives us such, like, amazing a stuff. Buzz. We, well, yeah, that. <laughs> but it also well, it means we don't have to do any work. You're so lazy. So, that's why you haven't worked. <laughs> it, sparks, it sparks interesting conversations. It does, it does. Um, All we're saying is there's loads of great guests coming up. We want to hear from you at The Grown Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And there's loads to look forward to, so make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave us reviews. Um, Five-star reviews only. Always. Always. And please, please, please uh, get in touch. We love hearing from you. So we want some messages in about all the various topics we'll be talking about. And if you've got any ideas for topics, let us know. Yeah, just tell us. If you failed to be a grown-up, just tell us. Yes. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.